Hello queens and kings and welcome to season two of Golden Conversation with your host, Queen Sassy Shoemate, your chocolate drop of truth. Before I get into today's topic, I want to thank everyone who's, who's been coming on, supporting me um, during this journey of me doing my podcast. Uh, for new listeners, if you are just joining in, please go back to season one and um, give me your feedback of those episodes as well. And even for today, give me your feedback on today's um, topic. So I've been gone for about a month and now I'm back. And this is season two. Yes, took me a while to get back started with season two, but here we are. And today's topic is my life is not a my life is not an accident. My skin is not hold on. I just messed that all up, y'all. Let me rephrase it. My skin is not a threat. My life is not a mistake. And my life is not an accident. There you go. I just had to redo it. I didn't want to stop and record but that's what life is life is full of ups and downs okay so back to the topic so I came across this because as you know in the community and what's going on all around the world uh, we already know that we're in a pandemic but these officers who are not being um taken accountable for murdering innocent black people, innocent black men, innocent black women. And it can be all recorded and still there's no real justice served for the families and um, the people in the community to see justice is wrong. It, It looks like that officers and I'm not going to say all officers because there are good officers and good police officers good cops so I'm not going to say all officers but the ones that have been killing black people should be held accountable they should be held accountable um and what what frustrates me the most is is that when when they say it, it, it they say it's a mistake or it, it was an accident and that bothers me so much because when I think of an accident I think of I go to a restaurant and someone accidentally spills a cup of water or um you're in a car and you're at the stoplight and someone didn't see the light and they crash into you. That's, that's to me is an accident, right? So I took it upon myself to look up what the definition accident means. And this is from Webster. It says a sudden event such as a crash that is not planned or intended and that causes damage or injury, right? Damage or injury. Doesn't say anything about killing, murder, or none of that, right? And then when you look up the word um, mistake, 
mistake means a wrong judgment or a misunderstanding, right? So when you hear a mistake, it's more of you go, like I work with kids, right? Kids make mistakes all the time. Let's say in math class, they're doing a problem. They forgot to uh, do one step in the equation. That's a mistake because that's something that you can go back and fix, right? It can be corrected, right? That's what I think when I think of a mistake. A mistake is something that you are unaware of and you're not sure of and you make an honest mistake and it gives you an opportunity to be you know, corrected. That's in my opinion. But when you are a officer and you are trained to serve and protect and you go in with the stereotypes upon black people and people of color and you basically don't use like whatever whatever you have was trained on goes out the door and you go into defense mode and when you see the person complexion is black african-american it's like you have a whole different code of how to treat them and that doesn't make any sense to me especially in cases where there there was nothing wrong okay so I will start off with a story. Well, not a story, but these are real cases of real people. Um, Forgive me if I pronounce their names wrong. But one case is Rashad Brooks. He was 27 years old. This happened in 2020 um, in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, He fell asleep inside his car and he was blocking the driveway, the driveway lane of a fast food restaurant and was killed by a officer. Now, to me, that is a very simple scene that if the officers were to communicate verbally before pulling out a weapon, especially if you see that the person does not have a weapon and are not a threat, someone's skin color cannot be a threat. Sorry, it just doesn't make sense. You can't look at someone and say, oh, they're a threat. My skin complexion, I'm an African-American woman. I'm a beautiful chocolate queen, baby. And my skin is not a threat. It should not be a threat. So in that situation, a innocent man was killed because he fell asleep in his car. Okay? That could have been handled so differently with a simple conversation or, you know, just to see what was going on things like that like I feel like the training that is done with officers are not good enough I used to work for um, the Oakland Fire Department office in downtown Oakland um, as an intern there and their process for firefighters to be hired um, to become a firefighter there are so many steps that they have to pass and go through before even becoming a firefighter and I feel like those steps that they take uh, as firefighters should also go for police officers because both of their jobs are important both of their jobs both put their lives on the line and they're and they should be properly trained and just like firefighters firefighters are properly 
trained to handle situations, which as officers, I feel like they get the microwave training. They don't get the oven training where it takes time. They get the microwave training. That's just my opinion. I give you another story of a person. Um, forgive me if I said their name wrong. And this person name was Daniel Prude. I think um, he was 41 years old. This happened in 2020, Rochester, New York. Um, man was running down the street naked. And he was basically experiencing a mental health issue. He was having a um, mental health uh, meltdown. And the police officers had put a spit hoodie over him. And one officer literally just put all their weight on this young, you know, this man. And this man died of suffocation. Now, if officers were trained to deal with people with mental health issues, they would know how to handle that situation already. So I can say, from my opinion, that if they had a spit hoodie over this person, that's what they put on people who they're arresting who might be spitting or all that other stuff. They put that over their head. And so I'm assuming if they were able to put that over their over his head, that means, in my opinion, that this man was already handcuffed. So my thing is, if a person is already handcuffed, what is the point of the extra aggressive um, assault on the person? Where if they're already handcuffed, what else could they possibly do? They're already in custody. So there's no need for the, the, all the aggress- aggressive um, movement and, and, and all that weight. And a man died of suffocation. Like That should have been handled so differently. So, so differently. And, and as you all know of George Floyd, 46 years old. This happened last year, 2020, um, in, uh, in Minnesota. Um, George Floyd was at a corner store and he had a counterfeit 20 and he didn't know that it was counterfeited. The guy at the... Uh, at the um, store just was doing regular protocol to call the, the police for you know counterfeit money it was just a 20 and as y'all know that situation got taken out of hand um, they had already arrested Joy Floyd, George Floyd and um, and if you've seen the video that was 8 minutes and 40 six seconds long you see that you see that he's he's begging for his life and the officer has no type of sympathy or empathy in his eyes with his hands in his pocket I'm not even looking at the video but I can picture it in my head his hands in his pocket and his knee in George Floyd's neck and people are begging begging him to stop and he has no remorse to stop at all and that to me was senseless that 
situations that start off small it's the police officers that blow it out of proportion it's not even it's not even the people that are innocently innocent innocently i never said the word right but you know getting arrested for no reason so most of the time it's it's the officers who are taking things out of out of proportion and i will share um two more two more stories of um black people being murdered by police officers for no reason and these last two really like touched my heart because these are young black women and this do happen to black women okay so it's not just black men black women also get harassed by officers and get treated horribly so think about that um also want to talk about um Breonna Taylor 26 years old this happened 2020 in Kentucky you are asleep in your own home officers come to your house breaks into your house doesn't have on any type of uniform anything that's identifying themselves as law enforcement comes in your boyfriend who is trying to see what's going on and protect you and himself shot fires out of protection because he couldn't tell who they were and who they were where they were and what they were doing and Rihanna Taylor was sleep in her bed and got shot eight times that disturbed me that hurt my soul because she's 26 I'm 33 and you telling me that I can be sleep in my bed and officers can come into my place and kill me and don't have to serve any time just because they're law enforcement you trying to tell me that's an accident my life is not an accident Brianna Taylor's life wasn't an accident that was just plain murder and that just that still don't sit right with me because law enforcement don't understand that when we say that it affects the black community we mean that affects everyone in the world that is black african american if you just say African American or you just black or you know you just say you from I mean, whatever it is if you if your skin is chocolate and you know chocolate black people we we are mahogany we are different shades it doesn't matter it affects us because when we see these men and these women being murdered we see our family we understand the fact that that could have been our uncle our brother, our son, our cousin, our close friend. You know, that could have been our daughter, our sister, 
our auntie, our cousin, our close friend, our co-worker that's close to us, that we consider friends, whoever, we see ourselves in them or we see who we love in them, that we know that that can easily bend us. That could easily bend us. And that's the frustration. And we don't like to go to race, but we know that if this was someone who was not black, if they were white, we just know that the case, the whole situation would be different. We wouldn't even be on trial it 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 because they would have handled the situation different. They would never pull out their gun on on someone during a, a, a stop. Like that just doesn't make any sense. Like it it has to stop. Um, we really need to start from scratch and build a different law system, a different training system for these officers because there should be accountability point blank these families need justice like it does not make any sense that we can get things caught on camera we can have witnesses and the law is not built to protect and serve it's people in the community. It's, it's built to protect and serve the people who work for them. Like, that doesn't make any sense. And this other story. Sorry. I'm just, this This first episode is going to be just my thoughts and my opinion about black people being murdered for no reason. And I can't take it. It, it. It bothers me and it hurts my soul that we're in 2021 and we're still hearing cases of this on a daily basis. And there's some cases that don't even make the news. So there's so many stories that we don't even know of that happen. And so last story is uh, about a woman... I forgive me if I pronounce her name wrong, but it's Aunt Antoinette, Antonina, Etwana, I'm not sure. Jefferson, 28 years old, Miami, Florida. Um, this was just a senseless, pointless. So a neighbor was being a good neighbor and seeing that their neighbor's front door was open. So they called the police saying, hey, I noticed that my neighbor's front door is open. Um, The man said he said it wasn't a threat. He said it it didn't seem like, you know, anything that needed a lot of law enforcement or any guns or anything involved. He basically was just calling out a concern because his neighbor door was open. So the lady in the house is babysitting her nephew right I'm just trying to paint the picture is babysitting her nephew that's 8 years old you're in the house and you hear people on the side of your house as any normal human being will do 
You don't automatically go outside and check. What do you do? You go to the window and you go check. That's what this young lady did. She went to the window to check what was the sound going on. And the officer shot her. Shot her through the window. Shot her through the window. She didn't even get a chance to see who it was. And it shot her through the window. Now, don't forget she has this eight-year-old boy in this house, which is her nephew. He hears this. Imagine him running in. And he sees his auntie lying flat on the ground in their house, dead. What what these officers are saying that is an accident or a mistake or it is damn wrong. It's just point blank wrong. Because you don't realize how that whole incident is affecting black people. So now you have the man who made the phone call being a concerned neighbor is traumatized because he's thinking he did the right thing to check on his neighbor calling law enforcement and by him doing that ended her life. And now the young boy that was in the house who had to see or hear his auntie get killed is also traumatized. And then the people in that community is going to be traumatized. And then whoever is in their family is going to be hurt and traumatized. So we're dealing with so much And as me, I'm not even in Miami, Florida. And that incident hurt me. Because she's 28, I'm 33. I be watching my god kids or my my nieces or my nephew. You know, my nephew's older now. But, you know, I could be with them. And that could have been me. So it's, it's, it's a problem that needs to start with the change in law enforcement. Um, A friend has sent me a video, and I forgot the lady's name, but it was an interview with Ben and Jerry, the the people that own the um, ice cream business, and they were educating um, us on the reason why officers were getting away with um, these murders, these killings, and I forgot the name of it. Oh, I'm so mad that I can't remember what what it was called. But basically, they were saying that um, that if if the crime has not been committed in that in that county or in that county of officers doing it, like they can't be charged for it or something like that. Um, I, I can't recall, but it was, um, it was a, they gave an example of a story 
where a woman had stopped and record officers being aggressive to another black man being um, pulled over. And she was recording. They noticed that she was recording and told her to give me your phone. Or, and then they was being aggressive with her. And because of the law is that it's basically, it's a law that basically is their word against yours. And that if we were to get that law eliminated, it will, we will be able to charge these officers for the crimes that they have committed. And a lot of these officers who commit these crimes get suspended and then they get to go join another uh, law enforcement in another state or, or something like that. It's only, it, it's like not even a handful of officers that actually get charged for these senseless murders. And, and, and I only named a few and that was like the past two or three years. There's a list of black men and women who were murdered by law enforcement and have not received justice for the crime. There's a list. There's so many incidents and cases where a black person or a white person can do the same exact thing and the black person is charged more. Like, the incident is, is just wrong. Like, the incident when the young man, I don't know if y'all remember the story of the young man who molested, not molested, correction, not molested, he raped a young a girl in college at Stanford and only like served a couple of months and he was off. Talking about, oh, it's an accident. He didn't mean to do it. Um, we don't want to ruin his life. And he was white. Why are we so concerned about their future and not about the damage that he did to the person that he raped? She has to live with that scar forever. And if you do it and you knew you was wrong, you need to serve that time. Like any other person, your skin should not give you the right to have a lesser time or to say whatever the hell you want when you want to. No, I'm just going to go on a rampage. Like that shit bothers me. Like, that really bothers me because there's so many black men who were falsely accused of rape and had to serve time and lose all opportunities that they might have had in their direction at that time because a white girl falsely accused this black man of rape because whatever her reason may be and his whole life is ruined or they serve five or six years in in prison before they they found out that he was you know he wasn't guilty 
You just took five or six years from this man's life. That shit is it's just not fucking fair. The whole system sucks. Like, I have a bunch of stories that I have on the top of my head that I might not know. I can't go back and quote where the resources is from, but you know it's true. Like, for example, what's this show with... Um, Cheryl Underwood and and the Ozzy's um, wife when she had that argument with her on live TV you can't tell me I can't cry or I can't you know threaten me and say educate me all this other that, that type of shit that shit pissed me the fuck off because if you really want to know or if you really want to understand, you will actually listen. And she wasn't listening. She was reacting defensively. That was it. She didn't care about what was said to her. Because if she was listening in that interview, they gave her a nice, decent response. And if she had any questions from that response, she should have said something from that response. Not out of, of defending your friend and because it, it was based off of her other little friend. But anyway, it, it's, just so, it's just so many stories of black people being wrong or black people being murdered and killed for no particular reason because people are not trained to handle situations and my skin is no different than a white person's skin so treat me as a human being we are all human beings there's no reason why some officers are should be responding in this way and especially especially they can't tell me that they don't know the difference between a freaking taser gun and a real gun especially if you've been in the law if you've been on the law enforcement for over five years you know the difference you know the difference because i'm thinking of the ox Oscar Grant situation where he was handcuffed at Fruitvale Bar Station and he was laying on his stomach and the officer pulled his gun and shot him in his back and because if you are from Oakland or you've been at any bar station in the Bay Area or if you ever been to a train station period those platforms are made out of cement so when that bullet went through that man's body, it ricocheted, I believe, off the cement back down or something like that. So that was a senseless murder. Recently, another kid, I think his name, his last name is Wright. Um, I think I forgot where they said he was from. Um Yeah, he's 20 years old and he's from um Minnesota and uh, he was pulled over and shot and he was only 20 years old 20 years old and I seen a brief interview with his parents 
and they basically saying the same thing like there's no such thing that you accidentally kill somebody or you mistakenly kill somebody it's just not especially if you are supposed to be a trained professional and in that field you cannot do stupid shit like they've been doing and they've been doing stupid shit for years so you're trying to tell me throughout all these years of these officers doing the same stuff killing innocent black people you haven't learned yet how to figure figure out a different system so yeah so this young boy was 20 years old got pulled over um and was shot and the woman that shot him was on the law enforcement for I want to say over 10 years like she's she was in the game for a long time and she gonna say the sorry ass excuse of a taser she thought she grabbed her taser now I remember I had asked the officer this because I when I was in college going back to this the story of the of the young boy that recently got murdered this year and, and the lady's trying to say mistaken it for a, a taser, then a gun, then then a gun, because that's the same thing that happened with Oscar Grant, that the officer um, supposedly mistaken the tape, the the thought they took their the, the the gun. I mean, got the taser, but really got the gun. Whatever doesn't make any sense because when I was in college, I was doing a um, a class where I was doing an intro to criminal justice just to see if I wanted to go in that field. And one of the activities was, you know, you can ride ride along with law enforcement to see about their day. So during that time when I did it, it was in 2009 and it was recent when Oxford Grant case happened. And so I asked the officer, I said, I'm from Oakland, California. And I was like, that boy that got killed, that could have been me. So are you t- honestly telling me that you can, can you really get it? confuse a taser gun from the weight gun he says i can't speak for all but i would i he said i could never confuse the two because the weight difference the weight difference so therefore you if you've been working in law enforcement for so long you know the weight difference you know what side you keep your gun on. You know what side you keep your taser gun on. And if you've been working in law enforcement long enough, you know the difference. You know the fucking difference. So, I, therefore, that's why I'm. I, my title is My Skin is Not a Threat. My Life is Not a Mistake. And My Life is Not an Accident. These law enforcement need to stop playing with in the black community and using these sorry ass excuses of of um oh I didn't know or the person was being aggressive and all this other stuff and the law is just is built to cater to them. Stop being like a bitch. Y'all wasn't a bitch when y'all pulled that shit. Y'all y'all, y'all pulled it and y'all murdered and y'all knew what y'all did in that moment be man enough or woman enough to say yes i did it and i need to serve time like you really need to fucking serve time there's too many cases like this
that go unknown it's only a few that actually hits the news and then when it does hit the news and y'all know that they're guilty even people who work in the law enforcement that sees these senseless killings see that they were not acting in protocol of training they just not So if people in law enforcement see that it's wrong, there really needs to be a change in the law system. We need to contact people that can help guide and put that into place because It shouldn't get to the point where I'm hesitant to call police if something happens because I'm not sure they're capable enough to handle the situation properly. And that's a problem. And if I'm saying that as an African-American black girl from Oakland, California, 33 years old, and I'm saying that I'm uncomfortable calling the police if a situation happened because I am unsure if my life or the people that I'm trying to get support for life will be in danger because I'm calling the police and which I supposed to be calling the police too so I can feel um, so I can feel secure and safe that doesn't make any sense I, I, I never forget matter of fact As being a black woman, me and my best friend got pulled over by the police a few times. And thank God the situations never got out of hand. But just know that it does happen to black women. It does. Um, I remember recently, I want to say either in the beginning of this year or the ending of last year, I was walking home from my mother's house and it was a lot of police cars and commotion down the street so I said excuse me officer he was paying attention so I said excuse me officer and I said is everything okay for me to walk that way because I wasn't sure what was going on because I needed to get home he kind of brushed me off as if I was trying to be nosy about what's going on in that area I don't need to know details I need to know if it's safe for me to walk down the street So that's what I had to explain to him. I said, officer, I'm not trying to be nosy. I'm trying to figure out what's going on in in down the street so I don't put my life in danger. And so when he seen that in my eyes and realizing like the times that we're living in, you don't don't know what's going on. And so he explained to me that it was a, a car accident and, you know, you should be okay. But it's just the fact that he didn't really see what I was saying that serious in that moment it was just like I can already tell that you already do prejudgment because when the first time I asked you excuse me officer is it is it okay you already judged me because you think I'm I'm trying to be a nosy black girl trying to figure out what's going on and then when you when you seen and and I asked you again 
and you see that no I'm really acting because of the concern of my life then that's when you change your response so it's, it's just it's a lot it's it's a lot like I can talk about this all day because it just pissed me off that innocent people are being killed because I know that that could be my cousin that can be someone I consider as a brother that can be a good close friend of mine that I've been knowing for years like you really don't know and it's sad that we live in a world where I don't feel that I can trust police officers fully and I have a lot of facts and reasons not to and like I said before I'm not saying that all police officers are bad are full of shit no because I have friends that I went to high school with and went to college with who are in the law enforcement so I'm not bashing police officers let's make that clear I'm not bashing them but I am saying fuck the ones that are are not being held accountable and that's some bullshit thing that you gonna call it an accident or a mistake that's some bullshit and I get that they want to support their, their, their team but you know you support my, my way of support you support them when they right and you support them when they wrong when I mean support them when they wrong let them know that they asses are wrong and they should be charged they should be charged they should be charged because if the shoe was on the other foot and, and it was your loved one who was murdered you will want justice for your family member and for that person so regardless if I feel like once you once you murder a innocent person for no reason the law or whatever does not apply you are a regular citizen your ass should be charged for all charges of the goddamn crime and especially if you are the one being the aggressor all that shit should be charged towards you all of it all of it but let me let me get up off of here so yeah thank you all because i was about to be going on a rampage because this this shit really do piss me off but this is the golden conversation with your host queen sassy shoemate um i was just sharing my opinion expressing my thoughts of these murders and killings of black women and black men and how it is affecting our people in the black community how it is traumatizing regardless if you are actually connected to that person if you've seen it on videos, if you re-watch video caps, video camera caps of the police, it's still traumatizing. And we need to self-heal. 
and I am encouraging my black people in, in the black community that it is okay before I get off of here that it is okay to seek professional help there is nothing wrong with seeing a therapist just make sure that you see a therapist that is understanding of what you are experiencing and I personally will recommend seeing a black therapist that's just my opinion that I would will say that seek a black therapist because they can relate more to your story if um if you choose to or just in general pick a therapist that is more empathetic and sympathetic and understanding of your situation and is actually listening so make sure you have that comfort of that of that um, understanding that they that that you're being heard and you understand when you pick a therapist because as a black person in this community we carry so much pain and so much hurt from our own personal life stories and experiences plus also our own family members who might experience or we know that been murdered or killed by the cops and just us as black people hearing about it reading about it and seeing it on the news it affects us and it affects our children and it affects our kids and everything else so don't be scared to seek professional help just wanted to put that out there before um logging off but anywho it's your girl queen sassy shoemate and this is the intro or the introduction to season two of golden conversation um Remember, my skin is not a threat. My life is not a mistake. My life is not an accident. And I live with no regrets, just life lessons. Okay? Love y'all. Enjoy y'all day. And speak up when you need 